slice of tea, our very first Halloween special. I'm Shaney. I'm Libby. And today's tea is a pumpkin spice latte. Yes. Ooh. Shall we try it? Yes. I'm very pumpkin to try yes. this. Thank you. That is a lot better than the first time we made this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The first time we made this, I may or may not have put in a lot more spice than you're meant to. And because of that, we thought that it tasted too much that we should add more pumpkin, which made it very thick and gluggy. Mm -hmm. And it, it was too spice, too, too much spice. <laughs> Tith Beth. Too spice, she says. Uh, look, it was um, very different to this now. Mm -hmm. And also because it's actually very, very hot in Australia, we're having it cold. Yes, we definitely need it cold. It is way too hot. Isn't it like 35 degrees right now? I Celsius. believe so. If you go by Fahrenheit, so it is 95 Fahrenheit. Good God. Sounds like a lot, doesn't it, when you think about Fahrenheit? It does. It does. So a bit of history about pumpkin spice. Yes. Mm. So we couldn't find necessarily who started it off first, but based on what I read is that it's pretty much custom in America around the fall season is to have like some sort of coffee, obviously, and mm. to also be accompanied by a pumpkin pie. Ooh. And so someone thought together to put it as a pumpkin spice latte. And it was around 2003 that a few other cafes had already done it, but Starbucks wanted to get on the bandwagon of this. Mm. And they wanted to make it better. And they were mainly focusing on the syrup, the pumpkin, and the actual spice as well. Okay. And so, and, and I think Starbucks have been known really for their flavors and how they're able to make such good tasting drinks. Like it's not just about the ingredients. It's even more than that, how they're able to make them work together. And that was in 2003 when they first started to do that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I believe uh, with Starbucks, they rolled it out to a hundred stores. Mm -hmm. And then it became popular ever since, which was awesome. And, you know, now there's like 1.4 billion. Is that correct? They I'm... made 1.4 billion. Yeah, 1.4 billion. Uh, it came out in 2003. So that is how popular <sighs> pumpkin spice latte has been. So I'm definitely enjoying this. I think I like the coffee that we use because we use Libby's, yes. what was it, butterscotch coffee beans. Yes. Oh my goodness. I am definitely not a coffee drinker, but that is delicious. And it's actually very nice cold. It's a lot more refreshing. It is. I would feel maybe at nighttime or a cozy, cold afternoon, I think that the warm one would be really nice. But on a hot mm. day, the cold one is actually very nice. No, I like it. I'm glad we went with butterscotch because there mm. doesn't need to be any like sugar or no. sweetener or maple daple. I mm -hmm. think that's a staple. Hey, maple daple is now a staple in our... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out on this mm -hmm. one. Maple daple is now a staple when we make tea. So, you know, it's a favourite of ours. We mm -hmm. like to add it to our teas or coffees. Yes. And, you know, I'm loving the... I love how you've actually brought maple daple into this. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. maple daple, therefore, is a staple. And on if you're new to us, maple daple just means pure organic maple syrup. But we just call maple daple because it rhymes. Moi bien. So yes, without further ado, shall we get into our topic? Shall we address the elephant in the room? Yes, absolutely. Well, so <laughs> our topic for today is villains, hence our very first Halloween special, which we will be doing too. Mm -hmm. Our first one is for the daydream and our nighttime will be for the night brew. Yes. So, so um, what's it called? Muhahaha. <laughs> Shockbait, uhaha. 
So, Libby, please explain <laughs> so, yourself. And sorry, any of those who are listening on Spotify, both me and Libby are dressed up for our Halloween special. Rightfully so, because um, ever since I was younger, look, I love the topic that we're about to discuss today. I love being a villain. I mean, even though I'm a softie at heart, I couldn't hurt a fly. But being a villain, you have so much power. And Mm -hmm. I believe that it's resonated so much within me. Um, So I love that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Before I can continue, I just want to make a disclaimer. All of this is fake. All of the scars and things on my face and blood is fake. Or is it? No, it is. It is fake. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spotify listeners, uh, what you can't see, I'm wearing a white wig. Um, I'm wearing a small cape and um, a black kind of costume that has a, a phoenix, some sort of phoenix. Let's see. Or a griffin, a griffin. So it's definitely a, a bird. A griffin. I would say it's a griffin. Um, I'm making an homage to my D&D character who has unfortunately departed. Um, but she was a little bit of a villain. She was, um, before she died or passed away, she was a chaotic evil. <laughs> Why do you laugh at me? <laughs> and who are you? It's, from my perspective, Livy's wing is just these silver bits just come sticking out the side of her head. And every time she's looking at me, I just see a flicker microphone. <laughs> But yes, <laughs> so am I. Well, I am Poison Ivy. No, I'm just kidding. I am her cousin, Poison Fern. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have any costumes, but you have fake ferns in your house. They become a part of it. So I am Poison Fern. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so great. And for those who are listening on Spotify, I literally just have a bunch of fake singularly pieces of fern that I've stuck around stuck around (laughs) all good anyway so we want to be obviously talking about Mm. villains yes and for this little segment like in this episode we want to be talking about Disney villains and we'll get into other villains later but Disney villains so we have picked our two favorite Disney villains and our two least favorite Disney villains would you like to go first Yes, of course. Uh, so my number one, I have Cruella de Vil. As your favourite? As my favourite, yes. Mm-hmm. One of them, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. No, you're fine. Look, the Cruella de Vil in the animated version and the live action, just, oh, man. I mean, the actress mm. who plays her in the live, pardon me, live action film, Glenn Close, did such a good job of playing she her. did oh my goodness as a child i was even scared of that character yeah i was i was mm-hmm. in like recoiled in fear because the laugh she did was iconic every uh, villain yes should have a great definitely villain laugh and she pulled it off and that's what i love like she can be this woman who's just like so nice to your face like hello anita and she's all nice and mm-hmm. lovely but then behind someone's back she's just this ruthless this villainous character and you see that she's like you know uh, they've got the 15 in the movie and they're like counting the dalmatians Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know then she's like i'll have my fur coat and then boom she turns on the laughter Mm -hmm. and it it sent a chill down my spine if you haven't seen 101 dalmatians go and see it and just listen to glenn close laughing because it is iconic 
Mm-hmm, absolutely. But um, would you like to tell us your number one? Well, you can um, tell your other ones if you want. Okay, yeah. okay. Not the problem. So my second favourite, and, you know, no particular order, but, you know, I've got him written down as number two, uh, Jafar. Oh, man. So what is it about Jafar that makes it like he's your favourite okay, character? Okay. He is he's sly. Villain. He's okay. sly, yeah. you know, even when you first encounter him in the Cave of Wonders, mm-hmm. you know, he, he takes the appearance of an old man and, you know, he gets Aladdin to go into the cave and, mm-hmm. you know, say, like, get the magic lamp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then again, he himself, Jafar, he's, you know, the uh, Sultan's, like, advisor. Mm-hmm. You know, any man who wields a snake staff you know they're bad news. Definitely. I think I like his, I don't know if tenacity is the right word, but he never mm-hmm. gives up. Like he is definitely determined mm-hmm. to open that cave or whatever it is yes. to get that lamp and he'll do whatever it takes to get that. I think I mm-hmm. definitely like that side of him. But you see, like, uh, spoiler alert, by the way, here for anyone who hasn't seen Aladdin, uh, but at the end he achieves his goal. You know, he ends up mm. taking control of the genie and, you know, he gets his three wishes. Mm-hmm. wishes. He wants to be the all-powerful sorcerer of mm-hmm. Agrabah. And he is. Yeah. And, you know, he literally taunts Aladdin and Jasmine. And just in that, like, <coughs> he is the sultan. He yeah. is the all-powerful sorcerer that he wanted to be. And it's like, yes, finally we see a villain who's carried out their plan. Unfortunately. Very true. It's not until he gets... Um, convinced by aladdin to become mm-hmm. a genie where it just all goes sour which is actually kind of clever oh yeah anything. of course thanks aladdin mm-hmm. but <laughs> before i finish jafar like the canon the soundtrack the mm-hmm. the prince ali reprise where he finally digs into aladdin and he's like prince ali yes it is he ali ababwa and it's just so good like just even how he ends the song he laughs and it's just Muy bien. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, that's why Jafar is my, yeah. one of my favourites because mm-hmm. he commands so much power. He's enjoyable to watch. Yes. There's certain villains that like really get you mad, but that's how you know that they're doing it well. Mm. And there's certain villains that you can really admire. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie daisy, yeah. sorry. Uh, but yeah, my um, your two favourites. Yeah, so my first one is Hades yes. I, from Hercules, not anything else, Hercules. And I think what I love is his blue hair because it looks like gas or like the mm. actual, what do you call the, um, that machine thingy? No, it's not a machine thing. Blow the torch. welder. Blow torch. Is that it? Blow Blow that. Torch. <laughs> Blow torch. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I just love the way that his hair looks and when he gets angry, it yes. goes red, like an orangey red fire. Like, I think that's awesome. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. Yeah. And James Wood, who voices him, I love his voice in that i just everything about it is great and for those who've ever played kingdom hearts also know that it's i'm pretty sure it is james wood as well in it but one thing that he constantly says is feel the heat as you're fighting (laughs) sorry (laughs) just like you're fighting him he's like feel the heat five seconds later feel the heat feel the (laughs) and you're like okay man i get it (laughs) feel the heat And then uh, Danny DeVito's character is like, get on the Hydra's back. Get on the Hydra. Like, imagine hearing that multiple times. Like, fam, let me play my game. <laughs> but yes, I love Hades. I love that he has personality. He, yes. He's, I don't know, he's not sassy, but he 
he is in a way. I not it's not sassy. I don't know what the no, word is. He's is very sassy. like I don't know, like blase or he just <laughs> he is himself. Like this is me and I'm going to rule the underworld. I'm going to rule it all. Yes. But with also a bit of comedy and a bit of mm-hmm. attitude. I think I really like that. My other favorite villain is the evil queen from Snow White. Snow White is a part of my top three favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And I love her because she's this beautiful evil queen who's incredibly jealous. I don't like that she's jealous, but she's beautiful, but still can't even see her own beauty and mm-hmm. wants to take that away from someone else. Mm-hmm. So far to the point where she makes this awesome potion. Anyone who's seen Snow White, you have to love that scene where she's making that potion and you can see everything going through, things are bubbling to make this th- potion. And she puts like the apple in it or mm-hmm. whatever and the apple has like the picture of the skull around yeah. it or whatever. Like, I love that. And she drinks the thing and she becomes this wicked old hag. And I love the cackle from this hag. And I love that she pretends and it, to be this old lady and her facial expressions throughout this movie is phenomenal. And she ends up dying. I mean, that's bad, but like, cause the, the, mm-hmm. the rock fell on her. So it's not like it was Snow White's <laughs> fault. Like she happens, but <laughs> Yes. Anyway, I love the diversity. Mm-hmm. So what are your two least favorite villains from Disney? Okay. Um, it was very hard to pick two that I dislike because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of all of them. But um, look, if I had to pick two, my first one is Screen Slaver from Incredibles 2. Now, I loved The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Number one, Muy Bien Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um <laughs> no, Screen Slaver for me very really fell flat. Uh, in fact, you don't even. There's no clarity of really who the m- movie's villain was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved The Incredibles too. Don't get me wrong, but you literally saw like Screen Slaver for like a minute, and that's it. And you know, it was really disappointing. I mean, they were foreshadowing. Now, spoiler alert here, if you do not want The Incredibles 2 to be spoiled for you, I suggest click away from this video now. However, if you're fine with it being spoiled, Mm -hmm. that's cool. But one of the main people in the film, um, Evelyn, I think, yeah, Evelyn? I can't remember what her last name was, but she, it's pretty much the, um, the brother's sister of the film. And her name is Evelyn. Mm -hmm. It's written right there in her name. Evil Lynn. Do you get it? Like, you know, Evil Lynn. Oh, and I see. And they pretty much foreshadowed it that she was the villain. Yeah. But they, yeah. Needless to say, there was not too much clarity in that the film's villain. So that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next villain, of course, doesn't need any further explanation. Frozen spoilers here, folks. If you haven't seen Frozen, mm-hmm. just a spoiler. Prince Hans. That's it. Yeah. Prince Hans is just completely a jerk. Mm-hmm. Putting it very nicely, a jerk. Come on. Like, oh, Anna. Uh, yeah, oh, Anna. If only there was someone out there who loved you. What? Mm-hmm. No! Mm-hmm. So yeah. when that happened, you just like, your heart sinks. And it's just, it's, I kind of hope in some respect it does teach the younger children who were watching that to mm. not always just like fall for instantly who you you see just because you've got something in common, you know, yeah. that doesn't really tell you much about it. I think there's more in-depth meanings behind children's movies with yeah. characters. But I audibly gasped in the cinema when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> we finished each other's... Sandwiches. Thank God. 
<laughs> That's what I was going to say. Sorry, I was going to be like, sand switches. Which is sand. Don't trust them. Which is of the <laughs> sand. Do not trust them. But yes. please, what are your two least favorite uh, villains? My least favorite villains is Lady Tremaine from, which is the evil stepmother in Cinderella. Oh man, love Cinderella, but she uh, loved when um, Kate Blanchett. So you say, yes, when she played in the live action. Thank you. I was about to say live make, but that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, she played that so well. She brought a different feel to it in my opinion as a the one that i'm specifically talking about is the actual cartoon the traditional cinderella Mm. the reason why i didn't like her is because she spoilt her daughters no let me start from the beginning she got with a man because Mm -hmm. he had money Mm. and once he had died she became like she took over everything treated cinderella like trash i'm not like i obviously don't know her main thinking behind everything and why she did everything i'm not trying to like judge Mm -hmm. her but Mm -hmm. i am because I hated the way she treated Cinderella as if she was absolute complete dirt. And she took over the house. She took over everything. But mm-hmm. Cinderella still stayed positive no matter what. Yeah. And I think that is amazing. And uh, the one scene that always, like, gets me upset, even still to this day, is when Cinderella and the um, Jacques, they, like, uh, the mouse made the the dress yeah. for her and the, and the birds and everything. She comes down looking all beautiful. And then she ignites or like tells the daughters oh doesn't that look familiar or whatever and like oh that's my such and such and they start ripping the clothes from her and start ruining the dress and how the mother just thinks that that's okay to do oh you you are evil like you if i'm trying not to swear you ankle (laughs) you bum (laughs) (laughs) muy bien and the last one is Clayton, who is the... He's the poacher from That's Tarzan. the poacher. You're so good with words. Me. The thing with the blue fire. <laughs> Libby. <laughs> the blowtorch. That's the one. I, I'm not Me, a serial Me, the welder. Oh, so closed yet so far. I'm not a serial arsonist. No, please. no. You just, you're good with words. But the poacher, Clayton from Tarzan love Tarzan but I guess what I didn't like is how he was using Tarzan to hunt gorillas trying to hunt any kind of animal in general is a no-go no-fly zone like I have no shouldn't even freaking happen Mm -hmm. but the fact that he was trying to do that with the gorillas and his gun that gun noise and that whole thing and then when he finally got the chance to find out where they actually lived or whatever and he tried to take them away and then Tarzan and then Kerjack ended up Mm -hmm. getting shot and he died protecting Tarzan. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, not anymore it's not. No. But I still, I don't like Clayton. He no. plays it well, don't get me wrong. But mm. I just I don't like how he wanted to poach animals in the first place. Yeah. So that is our favourite Disney villains and least favourite Disney villains. Mm. And so next up is our DC and Marvel mm-hmm. villains. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So we'll start off with our DC villains. Yes. Would you like to go first? Okay. Yes. So my first favorite, uh, I guess could you could say, is I'm a big fan of Superman. Like, I have loved Superman ever since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I used to read the comics. I still do. Uh, but, yeah, I love Superman. But this is about the villains, not the heroes. So my favorite villain or villainess, per se, um, is Lena Luthor mm-hmm. or Lex Luthor. I mean, <laughs> I when I saw the TV series of Supergirl, I was like, yes. 
amazing. Lena mm-hmm. Luther. And you've got Katie McGrath playing Lena Luther. So, hey, Moi B. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Um, but no, I love how, I mean, even though, I mean, Lex Luthor is a bit of a jerk, to put it lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but they're very smart. They, you know, they know that Superman's weakness is kryptonite. So that's how they try to thwart, mm-hmm. you know, thwart him most of the time. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. Um, but yeah, I admire both of them. It's, it's definitely a, not love, but like, I like both of them okay do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so my second favorite is mr freeze mm-hmm. yes um <laughs> definitely ice to see you <laughs> i agree i do like mr freeze as well yes yeah no i mean i might get a little a little bit of flack for that because you know um in the batman and robin version he was like arnold schwarzenegger had so many ice puns it was just too good. But I think he made that character even better. Yes. Was, was definitely Arnold. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> very good. I mean, mm. I, I didn't like the Batman and Robin movie. I mean, for several reasons. But, yeah, I love that, you know, he can be seen as an anti-villain because, you know, he's trying to save his wife, Nora. And I think that's it's nice that sometimes he aids Batman. But at the same time... He still is a villain. His main goal is his wife, and no matter what it takes, he doesn't care if he breaks the law. It's going to be to save his wife. And I think that's kind of beautiful in itself. Mm. Is it's, it's not about being the hero. It's not about being the villain necessarily. It's just about saving his wife. And he'll do whatever it takes, which makes him the villain, because he'll do whatever it takes. Well, that's it, exactly. Yes. Uh, my favourite DC villains, lesser characters, villains, yeah, the first one's the Joker. I love the Joker. I oh muy bien, especially from the games that is voiced by Mark Hamill. I that he that is my favorite Joker hands yeah. down. I know people say oh like Heath Ledger, freaking amazing Heath Ledger one hundred percent. But I my favorite Joker is definitely from the Batman games one hundred percent. I love how crazy he is, how he just wants to do anything and everything. It's the laugh, it's the voice, it's the costume. He is crazy in that game, and I, I love the Joker in that. <laughs> and my other favorite uh, DC villain is actually Scarecrow, and the reason why is it's Jonathan Crane, right? So I love yes. the story behind that, about how messed up mentally that is, that he invokes people's worst nightmares from the toxic chemical that he has created. And I just think, once again in the Batman games. I love those moments. Those are probably one of my favorite moments in the Batman game when you have to do like get Yeah, and his light and you have to go all the way around and shine the light on him and it's about, you know, Batman facing his worst fears and as he walks down the corridor and he sees his parents being like the dead on the floor is like whole it's messed up, but I don't know, I kind of like that about Scarecrow that it's it really is to the individual, I think. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it's different. But I think I also like his backstory more. Mm. I don't know if this is one hundred percent correct, mm. but from my understanding, or at least from the Gotham TV series, and I know a lot of people didn't like the Gotham TV series. For the most part, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but it was about obviously he wanted to overcome his fears, mm-hmm. and so he they had. I think it was actually his father who they lost their mother in a fire, and they wanted to overcome the fear of fire and mm. so he found out how to create it i think it's something to do with like the gallbladder don't quote me on that 
And he kept injecting himself until he overcame his fear. Right. But Jonathan, I think that was his father who originally came up with that. But then again, that could have just been how the Gotham TV series came up with that. That's probably not the correct story. But obviously, Jonathan's crane, I think his fear was Scarecrow's. It was, uh, yeah, like the actual... um, Oh, like the actual Scarecrow thing. Yes, that scares off the crows. (laughs) And so that's why I think he looks like that, I think, in some respect, to overcome his own fears, to become his fear, which I think is kind of messed up, which is kind of cool. Well, you don't see me being Spider-Girl to get over my fear, do you? Well, I mean, if you're going to be with Spider-Man, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? No, thank you. I oh, mean, okay. flashback to earlier where I actually had to kill a spider <laughs> because it, it was, was rather entertaining. It was scary, but entertaining. But yes. Okay. So you're the least favorite DC villains. <sighs> right. So, um, well... Number one is Victor Zaz. Now, <clears throat> it's beautiful. Continue, sorry. I love his craziness. Please continue. Victor Zaz, yeah. I played Arkham City Asylum and Arkham also Knight. Ar- Arkham Knight. Thank you. And um, if you listen to the audio logs that you find in uh, Arkham Asylum, he's so he's very scary and, you know, he's it's psychopathic. Like, he tries the woman who's interviewing him or... The psychologist. Yes. Yeah. He actually goes and, and this is all fictional, guys. It's not real. But in the audio log, he goes and and kills the, the woman who's interviewing him on the audio tape. And that's terrifying. Yes. Like, she's conducting the interview with him. Is that where he finds out where she lives and everything yes. in her apartment? That was... Oh, creepily good. It was messed up, messed up beyond belief. <laughs> when I first had it, I was like, oh my goodness. But the fact that he did that. That's what I mean. Like, I, I don't like how creepy that is. And that's why he's one of my least favorites. Because the audio log, if you haven't played Arkham Asylum um, and you do have a PlayStation 4 or you have a PS3 or Xbox. Xbox, sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> my favoritism for Sony. Um, if you have an uh, Xbox or PS4, Go and pick up a copy of Arkham Asylum and play it because it's a, a masterpiece in its own right. But listen to those audio logs, even on YouTube, because they are creepy AF. Mm. But continuing on, mm-hmm. <laughs> my next least favorite DC villain has to be Doomsday. Now, as I said previously, I was a big Superman fan. I loved it. I'd be in my primary school library reading um the Superman and Doomsday comic. And it absolutely broke my heart to see that Doomsday was actually the one who, who spoiler alert, um, who actually killed Superman. Mm-hmm. And that broke me to know that, you know, Doomsday is such this powerful kryptonic being who just kills him. Right. And that's why I hated him. Cause I was like, well, hate is a very strong word. I disliked him because, mm-hmm. you know, Superman is made out to be this all powerful being. And then, all of a sudden, Doomsday just like just hits him like a fly and he dies. Right. Not like that, but um, mm-hmm. and I think that's why he's such a good villain is because you know he's this such strong force that even Darkseid can't kill Superman, but Doomsday can. Right. You know, I mean, B- BBS Batman vs Superman <laughs> made a mockery of Doomsday, still being very powerful, but yeah, I think because how because of the power that he's shown, that's why I don't like him. Yeah, fair enough. And that Superman died. I yeah. love you, Superman. I cry. 
cry over Tim? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. But <laughs> enough about me. How about you? What are so, your least favorite DC villains? This is based Obi-Wan. on the Gotham TV series because I don't actually know much about the comic side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's actually Solomon Grundy. Mm-hmm. And I think people, anyone who's watched the Gotham TV series would actually probably agree mm-hmm. with me on that. I didn't like his character. It was he, yes, he's strong, but is that it? Apart from his insides being sewage and like swamp nastiness <laughs> like you just cut him and it's just like green oozy nasty stuff but that's it and he's, i don't know i just did i didn't like him in the gotham tv series at all and that's probably the only kind of dc villain that i could think of that i didn't like mm-hmm. um that i don't really believe that brings a lot to the table yeah maybe if i did more research on the actual mm. comic side of him i might potentially like him better but based on the gotham tv series no, no BN for me. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, it's actually Two-Face. Now, I know people are like, oh, what? But the reason why is I don't like that his choice ends up being based on chance. Instead of like every other villain, if you don't like you, I'm going to do something about it. It's all like you have a 50-50% chance of either living or dying. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I don't know, I don't like that. Personally, if I was a villain, I would definitely do things differently and I wouldn't leave it up to chance because obviously he's going to come across someone that he doesn't like. And so what if he ends up living and be like, I'll get you next time or you could just take him out now. (laughs) So the character itself Mm -hmm. isn't because it's Harvey Dent, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is great. I love Harvey Dent's character. Uh But when he becomes Two-Face, I guess I don't. He's my least favorite villain because I don't agree with his mm. villain decisions or evil decisions at all. <laughs> his villainy. Yeah. Is that a word? Yes. Oh, well, that's the one. <laughs> Ta-da. Okay. And so on to Marvel. What is your favorite Marvel or two favorite Marvel villains? Okay. So for me, it was quite Spider-Man based because I, I'm I'm more DC than I am Marvel. Um, and Same. Marvel side, I like, I like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I've seen one, two, and three. Um, and also the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, the new ones that were released a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first favourite uh, Marvel villain is Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man Twoe. 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 Twice. Twoe. Twice? Stop. They oh, my God. <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, I don't. But you go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> no, um, but uh, Spider-Man 1, sorry, the Green Goblin first originated in, in the movie side of things. Um, and, okay, we've got to bring this up. But Willem Dafoe Beautiful. did such a good Amazing. job. Amazing. Spectacular. As... Brilliant. <laughs> Spit it out. Vomit it on it. <laughs> Eat it up. <laughs> Lady Gaga, yeah. I love you. <laughs> I loved when he actually became the green goblin yes. and his like assistant is watching him and his assistant or whatever it is mm-hmm. is completely mortified yes. by what's happening and Willem Dafoe's acting is muy yeah bien yeah. I love oh I agree Even the laugh that he yeah. does yes. is terrifying oh. but Willem Dafoe muy bien well done how you doing <laughs> but he does such a good job as Norman Osborn and I love yes every great villain needs to have a I'm getting so passionate about this I'm so sorry but every good villain needs to have that little secret lair and he does yeah and it's behind a mirror don't do you not just love that like you can just go into your wardrobe and just slide open the mirror 
But today. speaking of mirrors, can we actually talk about the psychological side of the Green Goblin and how yes. I feel like in some form that kind of depicts a lot of us. I don't know if depict is the right word. Mm. But where we all, to some degree, have gone through something or feel as though there is that voice in our head. Mm. And for him, it's the Green Goblin. And that mm. for us could be greed, could be guilt, it could be mm. anger. Mm. Uh, do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's <laughs> very interesting how they've kind of taken that aspect that it's kind of that alter ego yeah. within yeah. Um, Harry. Is it not Harry? And Norman. Norman. I mean, I'm not about to go and like go into my mirror and like come out in this like uh, jumpsuit and this mask and then go around at the city. I mean, you can fly. <laughs> Why not? Uh, what was that? Um, I wouldn't go around the city that we're currently in and fly around on this par- um, paraglider machine no paraglider so is that the wrong word. Of, uh, um, just the glider the glider that's it and throw pumpkin bombs at people as much as my inner voice pumpkin says do bombs. it because they're orange that's, is that what they're called that's what he pumpkin bombs he throws them yeah oh i didn't know they're called pumpkin bombs yeah yeah fun facts i knew they were orange and green but muy bien i really i love how i mean but it was the um it was the Toxin makes him the Green Goblin, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Yeah. he injects himself into something that's... What were they doing? They were like... Were they They trying to make... They were experimenting. I can't remember Is it because for like the army or some sort of like government program? Yes. Like superhuman kind of things? And because they were going to pull their money that he had to do human trials, like he Mm. was surprised that they weren't able to do it just yet. And so he's like, literally just went... Well, I guess I'll have to do it and sacrifice him own, his own mm. self to do this human testing that hadn't been done on anyone mm. else before mm-hmm. and had not been successful. Yeah. And then created the Green Old Goblin. Old Yes. Um, but, you know, I love the Green Goblin mm-hmm. because it's just muy bien, you know. It's just... I mean, I love the part... Like, I just love how he became yeah. the Green Goblin and then, you know... But then again, I love it how, like, Peter Parker doesn't know. It's, like, so obvious that it's his best friend's father who is the Green Goblin. He's, like, Norman? Mr. Osborne? Like, finds out, like, huh? It's, like, some sort of, like, you know, but do you know what I mean? I don't think it's obvious, though, because he actually really respects him and because he said that he's read uh, a lot of his work Mm. based on the movies. And so Mm. he has a lot of respect for him Mm -hmm. and what he does. I think Mm -hmm. he wants to, like, work for him in some respect. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's probably the last person he would – sugar, I keep hitting my microphone, sorry. So do I. Uh, The last person that he would expect. (laughs) Anyway, what is your other – my other, favorite. my other favorite, it's Doctor Doom from the Fantastic Four series. Mm-hmm. Now, why I love this one is because Doctor Doom, he was a good guy originally, mm-hmm. and then click, like you know, he started getting the metal powers, yes. and then you know he he went from this completely normal dude, and then it was only when he found out like his skin was changing and mm-hmm. stuff like that, he started wearing a mask. Um, yeah, no, I, I just admire, you know. Doctor Doom and how much like he comes out and he's just like this regal villain and I think I like villains with a lot of power and mm. I think that's why I've said you know Norman Osborn and Doctor Doom because they are just such powerful beings they mm. they command power and that's what mm-hmm. they do um, but yeah that's why I like Doctor Doom is because mm-hmm. he does have that power and he was a good guy but then he turned bad yeah and then he was like the main goal was to you know pretty much destroy the entire team of Fantastic Four. Which he almost does. Mm-hmm. Muy bien. Pretty right. much takes all of them to take him down. Pretty much. That's how strong he is. Muy bien. That's mm-hmm. what you want. Strength and power. Mm-hmm. Ding. But yes. What um, are your favourite? I really struggled to find 
my favorite kind of Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, anything, even mm-hmm. ones that I don't like. Mm-hmm. That's only because I sure I like some of the villains, but I don't love them. So I only wanted to pick ones that I was like, you know, actually I like them, and this is why. So the only yeah. person that I actually have is Magneto, and I know that's more X Men, mm-hmm. but love Magneto and but my f- main love for him actually began in X-Men First Class where mm. it's portrayed by Michael I don't know how to say his last name is it Fassbender something like that sorry that I don't know actually how to pronounce that he's a phenomenal actor I love him mm. in everything that he does but in spe- especially in X-Men First Class mm. I love that you actually learn more about his childhood mm. and how messed up it was and I don't even want to like mention it because I just feel like it's just really sad that whole time do you mm. did you see that movie and you know what happens a uh, long time ago pretty much his parents got taken away from him for something that happened in a certain time in history yeah and so it's really sad and really messed up but that is because of that bad thing happening he realized that he had powers which was to bend metal and that's what brought it out was this serious uh, emotion mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, you really do feel sorry for him and his story, and mm. you he just wants to protect mutants. That's what it is. It's not mm. necessarily about being evil. It's protecting his own kind, and yeah. I have a form of respect for that, even though he's incredibly powerful. Um, and obviously later on in the other X-Men movies, you love him as well. Yeah. Uh, but I just mostly love that Magneto, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Yeah, no, very interesting. For, for me, um, well, actually... Now, what are your most least favourite, I guess? Villains? Yeah. Marvel so I've villains. only got two and they're nothing crazy. And I know you, mm-hmm. I've only picked these because once again, I actually really know of these more so than any other villains. There's a lot of comic books that I genuinely don't know. And there's a lot of characters that I don't know, especially with Marvel. I know more DC than Marvel. Yeah. Love them both. I just know more about DC. Yeah, same. So my first one is Quill because I remember watching that when I was a child. I think it was literally like the first X-Men or the second X-Men. I can't remember which one. And Mm. it's the one where he almost looks like an echidna where the sharp (laughs) things come out of his face. And he goes up and hugs a nurse. It's like, it's okay. And then the sparks, like the spikes come right out and kills the nurse. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Like seeing that as a kid was traumatic. And I still remember that scene so well, so here's my least favorite because it scared me as a child. Um, that's mm. an incredible, I say not in a good way, but an incredible yeah. mutation. Mm-hmm. The other one is um, William Stryker, and that is to do with Wolverine Origins specifically. Ah, um, yes. He's my least favorite, not because of the character itself. Mm. Well, it's not like I think he's a bad character. I think he's mm. so good. I'm just dis- like, I'm sad for <laughs> what he did. I don't know. He put the, um, animantium in Wolverine anyway, Yes, yes. but I just didn't like how he did experiments. And apparently he killed his own wife and killed his own son because his son was a mutant as well. And he was to do with religion and he just thought that mutants brought out the devil or in the mutants. Oh, and so that's how he kind of, and I just thought that it was sad mm. that he couldn't get beyond that. Mm-hmm. And he killed his own son and wife. So he, wow. I think he was the one that was putting trials on to stop mutants. I think he was trying to come up with a right. vaccine. I think that was him to be able like, to cure the mutants. And that's why Magneto was so like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. So, no, yeah. interesting, interesting. Um, my least favorite Marvel mm-hmm. villains, they are pretty much their based on Spider-Man, because, mm-hmm. again, Spider-Man is what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one, Sandman. 
Sandman mm. is... <laughs> he doesn't uh, bring anything to the table. No, I, I agree. I... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, you can make your arm into a hammer out of sand. Cool. What? That mm. d- okay, you can make yourself into different things made out of sand. Cool. Uh, but doesn't pack a punch for me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't pack a punch for me like uh, like Doctor Doom or the Green Goblin. I mean, mm. <laughs> it's laughable. I mean, compared to the other villains, yes. I can see, and that's how I feel about Solomon Grundy. They don't yeah. bring a lot no. to the table. No. And in terms of... Uh, he just seems lost more than anything mm-hmm. like his character portrayed in the movies that mm-hmm. he's just lost and he's just trying to find his mm-hmm. place in the world. I don't think I would necessarily call him a villain per se. No, I just would call him a man who, deal, man who deals with sand. Yes. Sandman. I mean, um, my second one, and I might get a bit of flack for this, but and this is in Spider-Man 3. So this is with Tobey Maguire's era where um, <clears throat> the symbiote comes from... <clears throat> space and um so what happens is eddie brock the reporter you know the lowly reporter who seems Mm -hmm. to be reporting on everything all the Mm -hmm. time he gets hit with this symbiote and it becomes venom eddie brock is just so sheepish he's the worst guy to be venom like why i mean yeah okay you made this dude venom but yeah i mean venom is a great villain don't get me wrong but eddie brock i mean the symbiote what i should say is is great like wow you immediately get this this yeah. stuff and you're immediately just bing you're a god mm-hmm. but eddie brock no so that is our dc and marvel we'll have to mm-hmm. do our game villains yes. in the next halloween special thank you very much for joining us today and as we talked about our favorite and least favorite villains for yes. disney dc and marvel mm-hmm. and don't forget to cuddle well curl up with a nice well nice pumpkin spice latte in a beautiful day or night whether whatever you decide to do yes but in the meantime i'm living and i'm shaney and this has been the daydream and we hope to see you in the next episode and remember to always let your inner beauty shine <laughs>